Anchor, 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 Anchor. This is your boy JR to the J O H N N Y. And I'm back, 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 back with another episode. Now, this topic here, I want to, I know the other podcast been kind of focused on, you know, kind of fun topics, kind of bright topics. But I want to touch on this topic. I feel that it is important to talk about publicly. Um, let's talk about depression and how to overcome it. And I'm talking about it because a lot of people suffer in silence that I that I know, and it's a lot of celebrities that have passed away due to, due to suicide. That I've seen the guy from Euphoria, you know, due to unfortunate events of him battling, you know, mental illness and things like that, and. People in the past have, you know, committed suicide. Celebrities, regular, regular people as well. And it's, I want to speak on it as far as being a part of the black community and how, in hindsight, that makes a difference from other races when it comes to mental health and, and seeking therapy. So I want to talk from my experience because my experience is the only one that I've had a bird's eye view from and the one only one I can speak on. I can't tell anyone else's story. I can't even give a perspective of it, you know, because I haven't walked in their shoes, but my own. And so from my experience, um, have I ever suffered from depression at one time in my life? Absolutely. Um, have I ever, you know, been in a dark place mentally? Absolutely. Have I ever, you know, harmed myself? Absolutely not. I have never, you know, tried to harm myself. Um, have I ever had dark thoughts? Absolutely. Um, and I've talked about these on other podcasts as well. Um, have I ever had thoughts? I would be lying if I said I didn't. And when I was in that dark spot, I really did have, you know, thoughts or whatever, what have you. Um, but so what triggered these feelings? What I know people ask, what triggered you to get there from my experience? So at that time, I was battling with a lot of mental things because one A, let's start with the first one. Um, I had lost my grandma to cancer. That was one thing. Another thing was I was at a place of my confidence was sinking dramatically to the point to where I couldn't function. Um, I was self, I was suffering with, you know, self-confidence, with um, being able to stand alone. My grandma was kind of my best friend. So I didn't have a lot of confidence when she left. I was suffering from being bullied in middle school, people talking about me. These scars stuck with me throughout my life. And even doing this podcast is bringing up these emotions, which I'm giving myself permission to feel because it's important to feel. I want you guys to take a deep breath with me. It's important to feel. And that's another thing I want you guys to know. It's okay to be in tune with your body to listen to your body, to listen to your mind, your heart, your spirit. And I was just suffering with a lot of battles. And 
It felt like I was drowning without a life jacket. It felt like I was just fighting for my life every day of the week, every single day. I was sad. I was angry. I was um, upset, taking out my anger out on other people. I was crying. You know, I, I'm the type I cry alone in my closet. Everybody knows my closet is my safe space. I cl- cry all night in my closet until my freaking stomach hurt. It was it was really bad, guys. And I didn't know how to free those emotions. I didn't know even know how to start to talk about them. And I know a lot of you out there feel that same way. You don't know where to start. Um, depression is a endless battle day in, day out. You wake up feeling like something is on your chest, like a statue is just on your chest. You feel like you're going to die. You seriously feel like you're going to die. It also triggers anxiety, feelings like you can't breathe, feelings like you're swimming and you can't get above water, feeling like you have nowhere to turn to, no one to talk to. And I had my mother. I'm not going to say play like I didn't have my mother to talk to. The thing, the problem is with depression and anxiety, you have people to talk to, but you feel like no one will understand you. You feel like you're misunderstood. You feel like you're you're being too, especially as a man, I felt like I was being really sensitive. I felt like my, my, you know, I was being dramatic, which I wasn't. My feelings are valid now that I know. And I felt like I just didn't have anyone to turn to that would understand me. Um, and this went on for like a year, two years, actually. I'm just now surfacing from the depression and anxiety. It was years of just battling it with my mind. And I felt like my breaking point was I was sitting in my room one day and I thought to myself, you cannot do this alone. You cannot do this alone. These demons are fighting you. And eventually they may win if you allow them to. Like I was literally on that cliff and I was like about to jump. And I think an angel, I think my grandma or someone, my mom saved me because I was literally on a cliff, guys. It felt like one wrong move and I was going to fall. And <clears throat> I literally felt like I just had no more energy. I was energy deprived. I felt like I was just, I was just, you know, just running out of space. I feel like a lost cause. I just feel like I was just here existing. I literally felt like I was a walking vessel. Like, you know, when you feel like you're just a vessel, is nothing there. You're just existing. You're just breathing, but you're not living your life. You're not experiencing. You're just, it felt like I was just in another time zone. Um, I know a lot of, I know you, a lot of you guys out there can relate to this. You just feel like you're not present within your own body. It just feels like you're floating, you know? And so I made the executive decision within myself that I would go seek therapy. And I made an appointment. I've had plenty of opportunities to make appointments with a therapist. Plenty of opportunities to save myself. Never did. I always procrastinated. Oh, you'll figure it out yourself. Um, And then at that time, I was facing health issues with, you know, I won't disclose. But I'm okay, guys. Nothing dramatic. Nothing um, detrimental. It's not life or death. But I was facing something at that time that I was dealing with is along with my depression and anxiety. So it was adding on to that. And then I decided to make that, that therapist appointment and it was a a gay therapist, just like I am. And that was the first step towards my healing, just getting a different perspective, a different outlook on life. Um, I went through all my traumas. I didn't have my father in my life. Um, I had my grandma and my mom. That's all I really had, but these are women. I needed a male figure. So I didn't have that. 
<laughs> and I think that contributed to a lot of my anxiety as well, not being able to vent to my father and et cetera, which I'm cool with my dad now. We'll get into that in another podcast soon, coming soon. But I didn't have him at that time. So that was contributing to a lot of anger, a lot of stress, a lot of sadness, you know, hurt, pain within myself. And so my therapist helped me sort out these emotions and find out the root of where they're coming from. And, okay, why are you feeling like this? Giving my my giving my statements validation that I always seeked and needed. And so when he gave me that 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 outlook, I then took that and start. He suggested I start journaling, journaling saved me a lot because journaling gives you the opportunity to empty out your mind, empty out your heart, you know, declutter your mind. It gives you an opportunity to put your thoughts on paper. And what I would do, guys, I'm gonna give you this little secret. Don't tell nobody. But what I would do was I would write out all the negative thoughts I have on a piece of paper. And then I would burn that piece of paper because that's now transforming that those thoughts into a different form, into ash, is burning them thoughts away. Now that they no longer exist in your mind, in your space, because they're now ashes, they're now burned. And that was one way I started journaling. Another thing I started doing is exercising. Exercising is, a, is an excellent way of relieving stress, of relieving um, anxiety, because it's taking your mind away, it's getting your body in tune with itself. It's giving you the extra boost that you needed in a natural high. With, exo- with exercise, you don't need to smoke. You don't need to drink because it's giving you that natural high that only exercise can give you. I suggest it highly. Another thing I was doing was I will always, every time I'm overthinking, I will always Google stuff. I will always, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? I will Google stuff. I was a Google fanatic. I ain't even hold y'all. And I have to literally stop Googling stuff because it makes your anxiety worse. Google doesn't have, I know people think Google has all the answers. Mentally, it does not. You need to seek a therapist. Google will, if you have one bizarre thought, it'll make you think that you're schizophrenic. If you have one thought, it'll say, oh, it'll diagnose you. Oh, you're OCD. Oh, you have post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, it don't know shit about what you got going on, but it just jumps to the worst conclusion. And that will make you just snowball into even worse, you know, even worse thoughts, even even thoughts that don't even have nothing to do with what's going on with you mentally. So stop Googling, guys. Just stop, stop, stop Googling. Leave Google alone when you're in your thoughts. What I will suggest is go ahead and journal when you're in your thoughts. Ball it up, throw it away, burn it, whatever you got to do, but don't go to Google. So um, then I started back doing this podcast. Now I had this podcast a minute, guys, but I didn't realize how much it meant to me until I started doing it again. And I'm like, this is a way I can release my stress, release my thoughts and help other people along the way. Cause I love helping people. I really do. And so I use this podcast as an anchor, a way of releasing stress, a way of, you know, helping my peers a way of just, you know, freeing myself. And so it's about finding ways, finding things that make you happy naturally. It's about doing things that make you happy without the the thoughts of others, without the influence of others. Depression is really a mindset. It really is. But this mindset can't be helped alone. You must have some kind of um, therapist or somebody that can kind of get you to the promised land of freedom. 
I wouldn't suggest you do it alone. I would not. It's possible, but I wouldn't suggest it. Black people, it's okay to get help. It's okay to seek therapy. Perfectly fine. If you have insurance, great. If you don't, still great because you can still afford it. All you got to do is put a little money to the side and your therapist might work with you. A lot of them do. I had insurance, but some therapists work with you. Um, I would suggest getting a therapist that relates to you um, as a person. If you're if you're gay, get you a gay therapist. If you're um, a lesbian, get you a, 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 a woman that's a lesbian. You know, you want your therapist to be as closely related to you because y'all share the same experiences as a, as a person, as people. And those people can understand you on a deeper level than someone that's not straight or someone that's not gay or whatever, vice versa. Um, journaling. Journaling will get you to the promised land as well because a therapist, I always tell people this, a therapist's job is to give you the tools, but only you can use those tools to get you to where you need to be. So a therapist can give you what you need to get there, but you have to use those tools. So you have to do your meaning. You have to do your homework when you leave the therapy office. If they give you homework, do it. Um, if they take it seriously, it's it's part of your healing. It's something that you have to do on your own, regardless. It's something you have to work on. So if they give you homework, do it. If they tell you to do this, um, the, do these activities, do them. Take this seriously, like you would take anything else that you're doing. Um. Do the work. Do the work that they give you. Internally and externally. Do what makes you happy. Do exactly what they they tell you to do. I will tell you that. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. But that's what those are ways that I got myself out of depression and anxiety is by going to therapy, journaling, exercising, meditating. I also do saging which is to clear the space that I'm in and refresh the, the space that I'm living in and give me a new outlook, you know, and just clear that energy. Um, affirmations, huge way to get you out of depression because it, it it refreshes your mind with positive things, positive thoughts, and it gives you another outlook as well. It's all about perception, all about perspective. So Doing all these things will definitely get you there, but I want the first stop for you to do towards your healing is get you a therapist and go from there. Black people, please, please. If you feel like you're drowning, you feel like you have nowhere to look, nowhere to turn, go to therapy. And I promise you, you will see a big difference. Once you put in that work, once you do what they tell you to do, you'll get yourself to the promised land. All right. All right now. All right, this is the Black Kid Thoughts Podcast, and we out.